everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. Uh, this one covering Season 2, Episode 4, Day 429. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and I'm joined by Molly Scullion. Hello. Ian Cobb. Hello. And Tia Kemp. Hello. All right. Uh, so let's jump right to it with some first impressions. Molly, what do you got? I love this episode so much. It's one of my all-time favorites probably of the series, but I feel like I'm going to say that a lot more times uh, throughout <laughs> the series. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, it's a, it's almost a bottle episode, right? But there are a couple peaks out, I think. Um, but I just think the structure is so fun. And I think that's what's great about this second season is that they really start to play around with how to tell a story. Um, and I thoroughly enjoy how interwoven everything is and also uh the character development of this episode too great keen uh yeah i i definitely love this episode uh i love any day in the life kind of episode like this this reminded me i think of like two different simpsons episodes where like where everything ha- like a regular day happens but the way it's the way it's filmed how i could highlight certain things and how this happened because of this and like i just love those kind of things so um yeah I, I really enjoyed it i really enjoyed that like like molly said that um character development happened in a very kookyish episode uh because like if, if if these episodes are done wrong it's bad but if they're done right chef kiss and like how uh each story interwoven at different points very very cool and i'm excited to like get into the different parts yeah look at having a baby (laughs) (laughs) diane diane got it in with that one guy who's acted in a lot of movies the bartender matheson yeah yes thank you i I mean i feel like the theme of this in addition to what molly and keen just shared with like you know, you have the storylines and the background and like the two stories and the blending and the day in the life. I was just like, wow, this, the theme of this is definitely like getting it in and some flirtation. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm blown away by the fact that Luca's pregnant. I'm blown away that Diane just went for it. And there, I don't think there were drugs involved. Not or that we saw. Now that we saw, but another bartender interaction. Yeah. Um, and we got to see Jerry flirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and I think Elsbeth and that other guy, the lawyer, they were also kind of flirting. So I feel like there was like a lot of hot energy along with, you know, kind of the the two storylines and mm-hmm. the back and forth background players, which Elspeth poetically described. But so I really like this episode. When I found out they were gonna actually do a whole nother thing, I got so excited um when the the uh, Luca storyline started. Oh man, I was just so happy. Um, but yeah, it, Molly says there's kind of more of this experimentation throughout the good fight with how they tell stories. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious for Jerry, if he ran the algorithms, on, <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting getting with someone at this party. Because <laughs> uh, he doesn't seem like, he didn't seem like the very impulsive, like, oh, I'm just going to go up and talk to this person at all. So that kind of, surprised me yeah so i guess he crunched the numbers and <laughs> had a shot <laughs> yeah fresh um, off of being afraid of the elevator <laughs> quick quick yeah. quick aside i'm sorry quick aside that that part of it, it there's this uh is a quick video i think on uh what the kids using tiktok or whatever uh is there and they asked this entire basketball team like yo who's like the one guy on the team you wouldn't want your daughter to date who is that mm. guy? And they kept saying uh, Micah. Micah, yeah, definitely not Micah. They look. They go to Micah. It's the sweetest looking seventh <laughs> grade year old boy. Like, so you never know who's a dog. So the fact <laughs> that he just, oh, I'm I'm nervous. Please don't curse. Oh, who that? Who who was that? Oh, let me uh, go talk to her. So you never know yeah. who, who who those guys or girls could be. So yeah. Okay, Jerry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with uh, all those uh, first impressions. I I love the episode. It was super fun. Uh, when the numbers came up, you know, you kind of know that there's going to be <laughs> there's, there's going to be more uh, and the way that they kind of tease different things within the one storyline that they pick up in the uh, in the in the second. Uh, 
uh, throughout and both kind of anchoring the storylines within that party of as the kind of the meeting ground a little bit more. So that was really fun. Uh, yeah, getting Tim Matheson in there, getting Elspeth in there, getting Crozier back, getting even the Arbiter <laughs> who has appeared in the Good 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 Wife, uh, getting him back. So it was just uh, they 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 pulled a lot of people back into this uh, into uh, this episode. Speaking of super fun. Speaking of pulling people in, that one scene at the end where like uh, all the guests are in the elevator at one time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It was such it's such a good little little thing they did where it's like all right this is all the all the toys we got to play with in this episode and then mm-hmm. elsa squeezing at the end like mm-hmm. so so good yes yeah it was almost uh haroldish uh mm-hmm. in, yes. in the way that they kind of did the did the show i was mm-hmm. closer to and this is inside improv talk but there's a improv format called close quarters where you do a scene and you pepper in some things that we don't visit until late we don't know what they are until later on so like when um they would do that in the first storyline and then or uh, liz's storyline and then you they pick it up in in liz's uh or uh, lucas it's yeah, it's very very improv kind of episode uh yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it uh before we get my, to oh i'm sorry good i was just gonna say that was my alternative background but i can pull it up since <laughs> it was since it was mentioned uh, yeah there it is yeah the elevator that. is up there now before that was dominic and luca um and as, as we now know Uh, Before we get to the more in-depth discussion, uh, I want to mention that we have news that was broken yesterday, uh, and that is the season premiere of The Good Fight. Season 5 is June 24th, which we've been racing to catch up. (laughs) So now it's it's fucking pedal to the metal. So we're going to be blowing through episodes uh, this once a week. I really thought we had more time. I, I really thought that we had at least many, two more months. How many seasons we got to watch in like 30 days? Uh, two and three quarters. All right. uh, so we're going to be, we're going to be doubling up. Um, we're probably going to leave a lot of things on the table as I push us to uh, just end episodes and start the next one. Um, but uh, it's good. It's great. Uh, we're we're going to do it. We'll, we'll find a way to get all the episodes in so that we are live recording as the um season five season five airs very much I'm looking e- forward to it i'm excited to see what i'm going to be like in 30 days because i figure <laughs> i figure the quickest way to, to do this because we're we're doing we're recording an episode every two days just about is literally to watch an episode every night before i go to sleep so if i do that that like those characters are gonna be in my head literally all day so i might be yeah. like thinking mm-hmm. i'm a legal eagle all of a sudden so i'm yeah. very excited to see how i'm gonna be <laughs> at the end of this yeah Captain and it's Zog. also gonna gonna change how we discuss the show a bit too i think because we're gonna know a little bit more uh, at least me tia and and keen you're gonna know a little bit more about what's what's coming since we'll be watching a little bit more more ahead um i'm still not gonna watch too far ahead i'm still gonna just watch no. the episodes that one episode we'll be discussing mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah that is that's big news and uh, it's pedal to the metal time. Uh, this is our last one-off uh, episode, so we've got a little bit more breathing room before we uh, just start uh, pushing them out the door. All right. So all that said, Liz's case uh, about the school teacher, Mr. Coulson, getting fired uh, due to testing. Um, what are your thoughts? I am surprised it took so long for us to find out why he was fired. Hmm? I was like waiting. I'm like, she's like, she's like, I'll defend you. We're going to talk to people. And I'm like, yo, we still don't know. Uh, Even Marissa had, you know, went and talked to O-Girl and we still didn't know. So I was surprised that that just didn't, that wasn't addressed at the top. Um, But yeah, good to know. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm (laughs) glad it wasn't something. I'm glad when it was revealed, it was something a little bit more, uh, not that it's harmless, but it's it's less harmful than some of the other episodes content <laughs> and reasons mm-hmm. that could have could have been um, used. So, yeah, it was yeah. it was literally I, race. I mean, there's probably still racism involved, but it, I love how it was very like, because he's black. Uh, they just <laughs> kind of 
kept that going for a while, which again, it could, it could still be both, but um, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Molly. Oh no, you're, you're good. Um, I think what I, I love about how long it took to find out exactly what was going on is that you didn't get any like context hints about what it could be, but the fact that it cuts from that conversation with Marissa back into the arbitration room. And like, there's just that one cut to Marissa where she, you could tell that she feels like they have this in the bag. And I'm like, I don't know what she knows (laughs) at all, but I just, I love, I love those little moments along the way of like, yeah, we're not giving you any more information. Mm -hmm. Uh, But here's, here's a little look. See, I like Mm -hmm. that. The, the one thing, uh, like, I don't think I do this with the show a lot, but the one thing I, that I will nitpick just a little bit is I didn't, it's cool that they introduced it as like Liz's case, Lucas case, but because of that, I kind of didn't pay attention too much. I mean, I did pay attention in like during Liz's time or Liz's case, but every little thing with Luca, I kind of paid attention to a little bit more just to see like, all right, so the, at the top, when they were like uh, in the like emergency meeting, like what happens for like a um, what was it a shooter or whatever, and how like when um, when Marissa came in and talked to her, I know it's Liz's case. But I'm like, all right, so so all right, so that's how it started. So like I'm not really focusing in on like which story they want to tell. I was like more looking forward to Lucas Lucas part of the uh, mm-hmm. of the case, mm-hmm. just because of like how they set that up. Um, overall, I, I do I do like that. It was, I mean. A typical episode, if it didn't go this way, it would have been like this anyway. It would have been like two different cases, possibly. Um, and the Diane thing kind of weaving through, saying like, all right, well, maybe this season Diane is the main character. So like, uh, because her story, like you said, went through both kind of cases um, all together. So uh, that's my only nitpick. I'm sorry, that was very long-winded. But yeah, that's my only <laughs> nitpick. No, it's fine. Uh, I like seeing uh, Crozier Crozier back. Uh, she's always fun, and seeing her kind of get dismantled a little bit uh, mm-hmm. as they kind of get uh, Liz goes to her to Diane for advice, um, and they kind of go at it just a, just a, just a little bit. Uh, but she does give her the advice of uh, she's good. She plays the nice girl, but she's good, um, and she gets thrown off by objections. So then they just go objection, objection, objection. She's like, Ooh, what do I do? <laughs> Um, uh, I, I do have to say that, um, not d- directly related to the case itself, but during Liz's case part, the, the interaction between Diane and Liz with Adrian in the office, I love it so much. I mean, I hate it because, because I want m- my ladies to be best friends, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, from, from the story perspective, Oh my god! An acting perspective, I'm just like, oh, 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 it's so, it's so good. It's so mm-hmm. quiet. They're so quiet. <laughs> uh, in their discussion, there was one line I enjoyed from Liz to Diane: "Your fuck it mode is starting to feel like fuck you mode." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're getting a little frosty, a little frosty, mm-hmm. frosty. Uh, and. Liz starts to apologize and Diane's like, don't defend, don't apologize. It's more fun to just go at it. <laughs> to just fuck with each other. That's the thing that like, now I'm thinking about that might be the second thing, but like this episode was so, in my opinion, I think it was, in my opinion, I think it was so um, self-aware and not too meta aside from like, uh, was it Els? I was like Elizabeth, Elizabeth part um, when she was just like, they're the secondary, they're the background characters. And like, my, my brain was too late. I was like, I'm like, don't you dare break this fourth wall for me, Elizabeth. Let me just live <laughs> in this world. Let's break <laughs> yeah. it. And then when they, when they went to the theory, and I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, she's right. Okay, that makes sense. All right, cool, 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 cool. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did, I- uh, speaking, speaking of meta, just the um, Diane saying, you know, making up for lost time with, the, with <laughs> her fuck it mode. And mm-hmm. I was like, that felt like a little fun shout out because Alicia yeah. Florick and others, not to spoil too much, might have gotten a few along the way. Yeah. Uh, and also could be a 
fact that it's not CBS anymore. Yeah. It's Paramount Plus, so they can say those things now. Yeah. She's been holding on to them, letting loose now. Uh, what else happened in this uh, storyline? Uh, Marissa's getting some work. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. Um, that was a fun thing where she goes and sees the teacher uh, to try and get information and pretending that she's looking for a school for her her kid and uh, starts getting a little bit more information out, talks about <laughs> she plays a racist. Uh, and like she's just like, oh, no, 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 it's not, didn't have anything to do with that. I don't know if I should say. And then it's just this long, almost too long, almost freeze frame on Marissa smiling. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's a little, they hung, they really hung in there a little bit with that shot. Um, but it was good. And there's like that moment. And then also Liz, after she wins the case, that's one of my favorite moments, moments of the episode when she comes out with that huge smile, thumbs up. Uh, so happy, only to get kind of shot down a little bit. Kind of. The wind doesn't. The, the wind doesn't last. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was also a theme, obviously, with both storylines. Kind of like we won, or you know, we got them, but then the very people that they're defending are like, mm, I, I have other plans, but thank you. Yeah. You know, money uh, is nice. Money <laughs> right. Is nice. What about <laughs> yeah. the inmates? You know, I mean, yeah, that's a. I was like, okay, oh, here we man. go. I'm sorry. This this show is so trippy. How like one had to do with the youth, the other one had to do with the inmates and the the downtrodden. Just at the end, the both per- the two people that were trying to help both groups were like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna get some money." And I'm yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> totally. They sold out. Yeah, because even that comment Mr. Colson made at the end, he was like. I still believe in yeah. public schools, you know? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's like, who's paycheck. the bad guy? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. The whole web, in, well, we'll get to that. Sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead on the other case. Um, I guess the only other thing from Liz's case, it was nice to meet Liz's son. Mm-hmm. Malcolm. Who, Malcolm. And I don't know. I'm, I don't, I don't know. Casting, sure. Okay. Thank but you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but thank you. I did get it. <laughs> Go ahead, Keith. Hey, all right. This is what I'm going to say. Because here's the thing. There's two things, two things of casting I want to say. So for the Liz's case, that's a cute kid. Very but cute. If you ask any Black folk, if you put a picture of the mother and the dad and you say, that's the kid, they're going to look at you like, Who's the dad? <laughs> yes. Baby boy's hair was on like on a curl control. Like, too much, too much curl. Um, and for the other, the other, just a little sneak peek. And the um, in Luca's case, I don't know how you feel, Tia, but I think they nailed the brother. I don't know mm-hmm. why they look like they look like they could be related. Like right here, right here yes. in the face. The yeah. eyes, the cheeks, the little bit of yeah. forehead, just like. They both got huge ass eyes. Yeah, so it worked. Oh yeah, let me bring it. And they had a good on-screen dynamic too. Yeah, mm-hmm. two of them mm-hmm. as a uh, yes. and sis. Um, Beautiful, beautiful eyes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> them, them Quinn eyes. <laughs> Another thing that flows through the show a little bit is that party. They're throwing a party because hey, we're expanding. Come look at our our space, and. They got a lot of RSVPs, but people are like, I don't feel safe going to a law firm right now. Uh, right. So they tried to pad the party like, oh, right, let's invite all of the lawyers, all of the, you know, everybody that works for us because we just need some bodies in the room. So it ended up being a very small gathering, um, but the workers had fun. That, Downstairs. That <laughs> yeah, that yeah. bottom level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Upstairs yeah. was like the kitchen. Uh, and downstairs was where everybody was smoking um yeah it was a good time it was something like 10 what did he say 10 clients a handful of lawyers and the rest were people that worked for them yeah Mm -hmm. yeah people are worried worried. and it's, it's talked about on this podcast before but it seems like that's only going to get worse yeah the Uh, other lawyer stuff yeah the other thing um that was kind of revealed is was Diane's mindset about like, okay, instead of me going crazy, I'm just going to not care kind of like her shift. 
So, mm-hmm. um, and I forgot how she, exactly how she phrased it, but she kind of just talked about that briefly. Um, yeah, kind of being in the, that space. So I was like, okay, so this is a, a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of that being linked to her paranoia and, you know, and then also being frustrated at, uh, you know, the presidency and all that kind of stuff, which, which can I, oh, can I talk about the bartending moment? Her, yep. her, her bartending boo. That pickup line, I mean, I got a little hot and bothered by that when he was like, oh, I'm going to go tear gas and alt-right <laughs> rally. I was, like, I was like, okay. I was like, here's the keys, boo. Like, let's go. Like, I, I didn't know that that would be like such a line, but it worked. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, j- but the his contrast. I'm not bad. His follow-up line though, when she was like, I'm sorry. He was like, that's the perfect hand to throw the like mm-hmm. that was like <laughs> so smooth right there. Yes, yes. I need man. So that was so smooth, but it made me think. Yeah, the contrast between uh, bartender guy and Kurt. I mean, I don't know. Like Diane, what you want, girl? Like what? What is mm-hmm. it? What, what you looking for? What's your type? So I, I don't know. I hope the bartending guy comes back, Molly. Uh, Molly, you keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Will uh, they hook up again? I mean, I not hope that. So. <laughs> Not that Tim Matheson is like A-list Hollywood right now, um, but he is, I'd say he's like TV. He's he's up there with TV. He's in a whole lot of different things, TVs and movies. So I don't see them casting Tim Matheson for this one-off uh, episode. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's not too surprising. I mean, the, the Good Fight has, or the Good Verse has done things like that as guest stars, and maybe that's all it is, but it seems like there's probably going to be a little bit, a little bit more with the... That name, I mm. guess, or maybe I'm just putting a little too much stock in TV's Tim Matheson. Um, uh, any other things on this case, Liz's case? All right. So if anything else pops up, you can you can mention it. Okay. Uh, we got Lucas' case. Hmm. Uh, I think I think this one started off. Probably goes back to what I was saying as far as like I was anticipating this even at the start of the episode. So I was like more excited to just like go like delve into it just because like while you were watching Liz's case, uh, every time you look at the corner of your eye, uh, Luke is doing something and like you're like, okay, I wonder what that is. I wonder what this is. So um, yeah. I do, I do like the, the story and the juxtaposition of like the, the all. I guess you can call her all star, like the all star, soon to be partner, uh, daughter, and the quote unquote classic mm-hmm. fuck up little brother. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a really cool dynamic. Plus, you don't really know. This is, I mean, maybe maybe in the another one they might talk talk about her more. I mean, the good wife they talked about it more. But this is the first like um, family ish kind of thing that they've they've shown. I mean, like they show like uh, wives. And maybe talk about parents. But this is the first time I actually showed a uh, another relative, aside from my, of course. But um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I think the casting was great. Uh, I I was close to looking up the actor who played her brother, but I was like, no, because that might ruin something down the line. I don't do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I thought I thought the casting was great, and um, I'm almost positive he's British. I don't know why. But I'm almost positive he's British because they have so many black Brit- Brits running around right now. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, Keen, <laughs> my my method for searching online for things like that is to type the good fight, the episode title, uh, and then the character name. And usually it'll bring up the exact IMDB for that particular episode. So if you're curious, and like who the actors and nothing, nothing else. Okay. Um, and it's usually like the first first result. So that's typically how I avoid kind of spoiling anything for for myself if I'm curious. Um, yeah, and the gist about this case was that the brother Dominic uh, created a an app or a site or a site with an app that gives free legal uh, ad- advice. I'm using that loosely uh, for inmates. Uh, helps them to sue uh, for any number of reasons, and the cases went from. Uh, an average of about a thousand to over thirteen thousand with this particular app. So it's been been used a lot, 
uh, and the Department of Corrections is now like, oh, can we maybe not? Can we maybe not have all these uh, people suing us for legitimate reasons? Because that would be great. Um, so they're they're getting sued. Uh, so other thoughts on the case? Maya's bored. She and everybody business. Uh, so it's it's very interesting to watch Maya kind of turn into like this like lonely bored saunter. And we had that the last episode <laughs> with the rice and recent. And then this time she kind of comes in when Lucas and Luca mentioned something about family, and Maya's like, huh, "Tell me about it. I'm an expert," <laughs> you know. And then she gets into that, but then she gets pulled into Liz's thing. So. Uh, so Maya's a little bit of a floater, but as far as, yeah, the case, um, yeah, I, I loved how Luca just had her brother's back, um, regardless of the tension. She was like, I don't know, like, maybe I heard from him, maybe I didn't, um, loved how Jay prioritized helping Luca. Um, so I thought that was good. Uh, also got a shout out Christian. I, I always forget how to say his last name, Boral, but from Smash, I was a Smash fan. Christian Borrell. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, the lawyer that Elspeth went against. Um, ah, okay. Schmidt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you not watch Smash? What? No. No. He was, no. He was in the original <laughs> uh, Broadway cast of Legally Blonde, had a, wow. an alleged affair with Laura Bell Bundy. Was wow. he a and... lawyer in Legally Blonde? <laughs> no. Ooh. No, okay. he played like a charmer, and I never blonde. see him that way. Uh, yeah, he was the blonde, but he was uh. Sutton Foster. He used to be married to Sutton Foster, and then Sutton Foster mm. blacklisted Laura Bell Bundy from Broadway because of that affair. It's wow. quite so, Sutton Foster got that power, huh? <laughs> she really does, and I don't know why. She's mediocre at best. Oh, oh man, we just lost a listener. <laughs> Probably Sutton Foster herself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did not realize he was another Broadway person, oh, but I man. cannot be surprised at this point. I mean, Molly, straight face, but there's got to be a musical episode of this show at some point, right? Fingers crossed. <laughs> With all of these, it, they could do it. Oh man, the Flash did a musical episode. Oh, it's pretty good. It's because uh, um, the main the main character, I forgot his real name, uh, but the Flash and Supergirl, the woman Mary that plays Supergirl. Yes, she's really <laughs> good too. They were both in Glee, so yeah, they had a musical episode. Oh, and his father-in-law in the show, damn good singer too. So, uh, mm. yeah, but y'all, y'all okay. make it. Well, Molly makes it seem like I gotta start getting into to, to theater or something, and I can know all the all the all the dish, like a scoop, <laughs> or a scoop like the a dish. dish or something. Oh man, there. Can I just go on one quick tangent Please. about theater? Yes. Um. There. There's been all these horrible. Uh, uh things coming out because obviously theater is like a very rich white people thing but um broadway uh in particular and scott rudin one of the producers has been called out and has now stepped back from like a a bunch of stuff for being like very um verbally and physically abusive to like his staff but one of my favorite things is (laughs) not my favorite things but one thing that i couldn't help but laugh at a little bit is that he threw a baked potato at one of his assistants at one point, <laughs> which is terrible. Like a hot baked potato. That's awful <laughs> because like some meeting was canceled or somebody wouldn't show up. And his response to the assistant after throwing the baked potato was like, go fix it and get me another potato. Oh man. I don't know why, but adding on the uh, wow. button of get me another potato. Um, now was this really something? Was this like a baked potato? Like you go to the market and you buy a you buy a potato, which you then bake, or was this say an actual hot baked potato? Uh, my understanding is a fresh from the microwave hot baked potato. Ooh. That was yeah. That's so mm-hmm. really terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, microwaving uh, it. That's the worst. Yeah. Disrespectful. <laughs> anyway, trying to clean off the butter and chives off mm. the off the wall. How are we going to get through two episodes in when we're doing these things? <laughs> and, and Scott Rudin also uh, did Audra dirty at one point uh, oh, no. with her getting pregnant while she was doing a show, whole thing. Anyway, okay, that's my connection. So it, it makes sense. <laughs> Got to save this for your podcast, Broadway. <laughs> um, uh, Love it. I'm done. 
I'll talk anything about else from this uh, from this case? Um, I've loved once again seeing Elsbeth just uh, yeah. dominate a case mm-hmm. and getting the other person so flustered and kind of off their game. Yeah, uh, that he like <laughs> the guy like Dominic didn't win, but he did win, obviously with the money. But the fact that the lawyer was so upset. He was like, do you know what's happening in your house right now? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Yeah, so it was just like, let me, let me go run and beg him for help, basically. And it was like, uh, yeah, I, I, like was, I like was here, and uh, I'm going to buy it. Are you going to use it? No. Mm-mm. You're going to shut it down. Like, All right. <laughs> oh, blood it. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was a great scene. $100,000. I mean, that's huge, especially if, like they've kind of given this guy's history a little bit uh he's he's not had the the breaks that luca has gotten like they talked about her him them not having money for him to go to college uh because they invested in her education uh so he's mm-hmm. like you know it's it's tough to say no to that kind of money like yeah. he has offered fifty thousand. he's like uh, can you go to a hundred uh yeah <laughs> i sure i sure can go to a hundred thousand dollars to save way more than that um, yeah. A business walking out my door. Yeah. Adrian. Wow. So it sucks because now you're going to have, I know it's a fake world um, that we're talking about here, but this stuff happens in the real one. Now there's going to be mm-hmm. all of those inmates that are not going to have the resources that were once afforded to them through this free app. So that sucks. Right. That does yeah. suck. And it's one, one deal. <laughs> one deal was made and now you have 13,000 plus uh, inmates uh, on average that are going to have issues sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Luca asks um, him to be the godfather of said baby. Yes, I was just going to talk about that. Okay, thoughts on that? He already the uncle though. Yeah, I mean, he could still be the godfather. All right, and the uncle. Yeah, yeah. My right. my godparents are both real aunts and uncles of mine. Yeah, same. Okay. Oh, oh I guess that's a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Well, I, I'm a godmother. Do your. But I'm not a. No, no. Um, to, no, no. But I, now I'm going to look into that because I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know I could double dip. Um, but a friend of mine, I I, I'm a godmother to her son. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't. Um, I try to. Um, what's the word? I tried to. Uh, not, not protest. I'm sorry. I tried to campaign. Uh, to be my best friend's daughter's uh, godfather, uh, but then so got a page in Variety. <laughs> I was like extra, extra. King Cobb should be godfather. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I can't. I can't afford to be a godfather because that's the one that has to come up with like all the great gifts. I'm like, uh, I'm a funny person that tries to get paid for that, so I can't afford that. So I'm sorry, I can't do that no more. So yeah. Aww. Maybe you could give the gift of laughter. Free. <laughs> and look how far it's gotten. <laughs> good things are coming. Things are coming. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I actually, I'm glad that they announced Luca's pregnancy that way. With she didn't even she didn't even say it. Like just it was just so smooth, and I it felt very genuine and and realistic. Just her hanging out with her brother, and he's like. Are you pregnant? <laughs> just very like casual, regular, like, oh. And she's like, she's like, why would you say that? And just I, I just it felt very real, um, you know, and not so mm-hmm. TV-ish in terms of the announcement. So I thought that was really smooth. Yeah, that's yeah. that's like a real sibling interaction where it's like, fuck mm-hmm. your feelings, like what's going on? Like, I don't care. Like, I love you, but I don't care. So I'm gonna just ask you straight up. So yeah, that was really cool. You're you're not drinking, you're walking weird. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> He did. He said, he's like, you're carrying yourself differently. Um, I know it's so annoying with family. It's like, you know, as, as high as you get or different things, like some people just know you and just yep. know when something's up. So I thought that was a really cool moment. And uh, yeah. And Colin thinking it was her date. Uh, that was, that was good. I love to see Colin suffer a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, there was something else as so y'all think, uh, Going back to what you were saying about Tim Matheson, Mike, do you think Christian Borel, Borley, I have to look up how to say his last name, but um, you think he's going to come back? Because I felt like 
Elsbeth and him had some chemistry, a little flirty chemistry. Which one is he again? The, the lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the one that just got, say scumbag lawyer, and I'll yeah, know who you're talking about. He's the one about. that was in a in a um in a uh, what was it a lovers triangle with the one who ended up being the producer that did Audrey Day dirty. Come on, man, keep up. The smash. Yes. Oh my god. Smash I guy. <laughs> um. I, I don't know. Yeah, there was some there was some chemistry there. I could see that that happening. Um, yeah, and we could see it on the on the background, on your background there. They they're making eyes. He tried to close oh, yeah. the elevator on her too. Scumbag move. <laughs> no. that, I don't. That's that really means he likes her. <laughs> yeah. And then look at the arbiter. The arbiter's smiling. He's like, I see y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the arbiter there. Yep. Uh, scumbag lawyer Elsbeth, uh, Dominic, uh, the two people. Money. The, the eraser expert, the eraser forensics. Oh, that scene was so hilarious, especially in Liz's case. But he was just like, I'm here for legal stuff. And he looked, and in my brain, I was like, oh, that's the wrong one. And then when they <laughs> did, the, did the trade on the steps. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, hope, I wonder if that's going to be like a thing for, for like, I wonder if that's going to be a thing for like the rest of the, sh- like this whole upstairs, downstairs, first floor, second floor thing, or if it was just this episode. Um, that that was, was funny. Abbey. But- was it Downton Abbey <laughs> huge when this was was this huge? I think so. I say this. Was Downton Abbey huge when this was uh, airing new? I don't think so. I mean, okay, it was in its later. I think probably that that time the movie was coming coming so, out. So was, was this twenty eighteen? Like, upstairs, downstairs. That was a thing though, right? Or where was that in like in the, Down Abbey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because like, yeah, if if they do that, I think it might be that might have been a possible mind you I don't, I don't i don't i'm not well versed in the good verse but i think that'd be a possible little move that they could use especially in this episode with the like the the, the paralegals and the lawyers were getting it in mm. downstairs <laughs> and mom and dad they were just bored as hell upstairs. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was a it was a like a teen party mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man yeah. uh so while we're on Luca's stuff, what more to say about this, about this baby? About the baby. And Colin. Because it's got to be Colin, right? Well, you sh- I thought she already said yeah. it was Colin. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, it's the, Colin. The camera <laughs> looked at him. Or the, yeah. We all it's know Colin. that. That's Colin. It's Colin's baby. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about ah, that? Ah, I have so many questions that only Molly can answer. Mm. I I liked this. I I was skeptical of this choice because it feels like a very possibly trite move to make. But I really think because of who Luca is and her guarded nature, that this throwing her into a situation, throwing her into a situation like this where she is a complete fish out of water. I think will be really, really fun to explore for her. Um, and I'm curious to watch it unfold. And I can't wait to just see how she like balances it all. Like a working woman? <laughs> yeah. Who does it? Oh, no, How's it going to happen? Can you imagine? Yeah. A mom uh, and a lawyer? <laughs> God. In this day and yeah. age? Yeah. What? Uh, Go ahead. Okay. I was, I was going to say, I love the interaction between... Um, Luca and um and Malcolm um she showed like real cool big sister slash mom vibe <laughs> yeah when she challenged them to like build something like want well, to be good anyway I don't care like it was like a real <laughs> sly kind of kind of move um, I just can't build something with his paperclip yeah I can okay prove it <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that it's so cool um because yeah. like you're you're tricking a kid to end up believing himself a little bit like oh I'm gonna prove this person wrong and mm-hmm. the fact that she clearly said at the start Liz clearly said it's not easy for Malcolm to get along with people like it's it's mm-hmm. tough for him for that so that's why she was fighting so hard for the teacher and then when she's seen him like kind of like do like the the my new best friend kind of pose like the lean lean on the shoulder move Luca just met this child and they're mm-hmm. already like this so that tells you that and that might have led to like the the mother kind of thing situation but like that shows that like she's there's a part of her that she doesn't show so yeah really cool yeah yeah it was cute. a good mom mm-hmm. good mom uh 
one thing I would say about this show, uh, it's more outside the show, is that with them making Colin the father of this baby, uh, in another series, I might say, okay, he's in, he's in now. We're going to see a whole lot of Colin. Like, but with this show, he could be gone next episode. <laughs> you know? uh, okay, he's the father. Cool. Now we're done with him. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I'm curious to see how that, that plays out. I think that he will likely be around. Um, but yeah, we know, we get to see his mom again, for sure. Andrea. Oh gosh. <laughs> She's going to be so excited. She's going to have a mixed baby. <laughs> we tell all of her friends. We knew this was coming. Um, I have a black grandchild. In case you didn't know, I have a black grandchild. African-American <laughs> at that or something like that. So yeah. Right. So I can't, I can't be racist. Look, look at mm. these pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, other things that happened, uh, Diane and Liz, we talked a little bit about, is there anything more to say there? Um, no, but, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, let's move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in, like I said, this is felt kind of meta where, where she literally said it's more fun for us to be catty towards each other mm. or whatever. Um, so I'm interested to see how they're, so it kind of flipped their previous relationship. Instead of a frenemy, they have a, Anna and, and, Anna, and, and now, and that, no, no, um, I don't know, but yeah, they're enemies, but they're kind of cool or like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how, I think you're, I think you were, I think that's just a frenemy. But a friend of me is somebody who pretends to be your friend, but really enemy. This one is they pretend to be enemies, but deep, deep down, they're really friends. So that's mm. why I got mixed up. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. Like All right. Then let's uh, oh, go to well, Diane. Oh, you guys talked to, oh, you want to talk about Diane? Diane and Kurt. Oh, thank you. That's what I was going to say. And Tim Matheson. Dang, <laughs> man. He's so cool. When he was like, please called me she was like no oh <laughs> so cool. uh, yeah i still i mean you know i don't like kurt's haircut i'll just start there <laughs> what? it mm-hmm. just doesn't fit um but i i don't know it's just that classic soap opera moment i was on pins and needles i was like is she gonna tell him is she gonna tell him that she cheated because remember he said oh there's nothing you could say that would make me want to leave you or be upset yeah. at you or blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. instead it was like, I got scheduled for the weekend and you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I thought she was going to tell him, but she didn't. So now that's going to be dragging out. And obviously we're going to see Tim Matson's character show up and then Kurt's going to get like, oh, you had sex with my ex-wife vibes. I feel like guys can sense with another guy slept with their person. Yep. <laughs> you can? Yeah. Okay. Because there's something, I, I don't know, yeah. guys have like, you know, I don't know, like some type of testicle it's, thing it's, going on. Well, I wouldn't say that. Um, it's kind of it's more observing. Yeah, it's kind of like when, when, like how you said before, like a few weeks ago, how like you can tell when someone's into someone else, but you can't tell when they're into you. Um, so like with that kind of kind of situation, there's just kind of like how Dominic, uh, I Luca, something's off. Yeah, yeah. Y'all y'all acting weird with each other or it's y'all looking at each other a certain way yeah so yeah, yeah sense, sense, senses are heightened mm-hmm. uh, mm, okay that's all yeah uh yeah i don't i don't know I, I i guess we're like this is this would be assuming that this character tim matheson's character comes back um but it, yeah it would be real interesting to see how he and kurt uh, or how diane navigates navigates this um kurt's got to know something's up even from from that, because like that's such a weak. I mean, she was in tears, <laughs> you know. Yeah, she was in tears. Ooh. Oh, I scheduled work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, and they yeah. were coming, and so I, I wish I, they they would have like cut to his face and just being like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm. And it he took her a long time up. to say that. Yeah, and it took her a long. She was like, I I have to tell you, and yeah, mm-hmm. very drawn <laughs> I do, out. I do think that to me, for some reason is very endearing about Kurt. Not, not that, cause I do think he probably has an idea of something going on, but I, 
in that moment, just recognizing that like, okay, we'll figure this out later. But like right now, clearly either which way you're upset and just like giving full love forward here is probably Mm -hmm. the best move. And I really appreciate that about him is that Mm -hmm. I, I think it's just this reminder of how well he knows her, hopefully if he actually, or if he just accepts that that's why she did this, then it's like, okay, Kurt, come on, you know, are better than this, but in my head, it's very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, we're um, done with this separation. You're moving in. So there's a, there's some, there's a triangle. There's a triangle. Mm. Again, you don't really know how the show is going to deal with it. It's the the pacing and of storytelling is a little bit unpredictable. Mm -hmm. It could be completely wrapped up in the next episode <laughs> when he yeah. shoots uh, Tim Matheson's character. <laughs> oh, the I did gun love that's in Diane's desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did love the little, um, another tie in of Marissa, like running after Kurt to find out about the erasers mm-hmm. and like, oh, I don't yeah. know. That was, was, that was a very fun little moment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then immediately going to the wrong expert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So great. Uh, yeah. So that fun. Such a fun yeah. episode. And I love that it cuts to the wrong expert. And I'm like, okay, I guess this could be an eraser expert kind of guy. And then when he says what he actually is, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then when you actually see who the real eraser expert is, you're like, yeah, that's the eraser expert. (laughs) knows his way around an eraser. (laughs) Yeah, that guy's had a lot of mistakes to erase. (laughs) All right. Uh, That is basically the episode, unless there are other stray thoughts that you got. All right, then let's hit some winners and losers and call it a night. Uh, let's do the losers first. Keen. Uh, the loser in this episode. I think the... <laughs> damn it. Um, you might have to come back to me. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Um, my loser in this episode is... Uh, not Jerry, but the other partner. The other... Oh, Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, Thomas. Because... <laughs> He went to the party and his bro is like all all in the mix. He's sitting there in the corner, like I thought I was the cool one. So he's definitely yeah. I, I probably got I, he's probably way minute way better uh losers, but it's the first one I can think of. So yeah, he's a loser. No, that's fine. once we've all gone, if you've got something better, uh throw it out. Tia. Uh my loser. Uh the kids at that school who lost Mr. Colson. Mr. Paulson. Yeah, yeah, I think we, we lost a great teacher uh, to the private school system and uh, the kids, I guess I, I might as well throw in the inmates, kids and the inmates, <laughs> <laughs> the freed, the freed peoples, because uh, they're not, they're not currently inmates, I don't think. But anyway, everybody who, you know, because Dominic, he bounced, Mr. Carlson bounced. So the communities that would have been impacted by their presence, I feel like those unfortunately are the losers for this episode. Yep, yep. Molly. Um, I will go with there's a few, but I think Liz might be my number one. Mm. Um just the amount of work that she put in <laughs> to find out that it doesn't really matter in the end, and that poor Malcolm, her son, is you know, bad, you know, swimming upstream again without Mr. Colson. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. So. Uh I'm gonna go with uh, the scumbag lawyer mm. uh, because he was a scumbag and he lost. Um, and he was married to Sutton Foster. <laughs> 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 Who holds way too much sway over Broadway. Okay. Yeah. Let's just all agree to that. Wow. Um, and Jack is not here, but Jack did send in his loser and it is the public school teachers for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's Agreed. hit the winners molly um my winner i'm gonna go with uh dominic i think uh i i almost didn't because i do feel a little sad that he sold his website but i'm like (laughs) you got your relationship back with your sister you're gonna be a godfather you got a bunch of cash and i'm hoping that all this means is that he's gonna build something better for underprivileged people and then you know he might use that for good but He's really walking out with a lot more than he came in with. So, yeah, no winner. Very, very optimistic outlook, Molly. Uh, good winner. Uh, Tia. 
Um, this is kind of coupled with Molly's winner. I'm going to say Adrian um, because he kind of kept his house in order and he did it while, again, there's like that negative impact, but he supported another black man <laughs> by giving him tons of money <laughs> to <laughs> live, go and live his dreams, uh, especially yeah. after, you know, uh, being in prison. And he didn't let that lawyer, uh, Schmidt, you know, kind of, because at first I was like, oh no, is he going to be mad at Luca? Is he going to, you know, is it going to be like this negative thing? But he's like, ah, I'm going to give you some money. <laughs> and it was all positive, all gravy. So I like the way he handled his business. Keen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I got possible, possibly a two part. Uh, one, uh, Luca Quinn. Uh, she's amazing. Uh, she's going to be a great mom. Um, she needs to work on her communication skills and relationships. We we all know this. But aside from that, fantastic lawyer, great friend, uh, very 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 cool. Um, second part or like a like a winner part duh uh, might be the Quinn parents. Uh, they produced a hell of a lawyer for a daughter, or a daughter that's hell of a lawyer. And of even though um, misguided at first uh, due to the circumstances, but a very tough minded. Um, enthusiastic uh son uh who is now a 100,000 heir so <laughs> they're doing something right mm-hmm. uh my winner and in almost all cases whenever this person is on the show <laughs> will be a winner Elsbeth yes. is my winner uh yes. there is there is rarely going to be an instance where Elsbeth appears on the show and is not my winner um regardless of the circumstances with which she ends uh, and Jack, as I said, is not here, but he did send in a winner, and that is the bartender. Yeah. Tim Matheson <laughs> gets Jack's winner of the week. Um, and yeah, that is. Second, yes, I'm sorry. Okay. A quick secondary, uh, thirdary winner. <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, the the summons guy, or the. Uh, oh, the processor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Processor. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have to mention him. Thank you. He even he even said it once again, getting kind of meta. They're they're asking they, they want me to be nicer this time. So it's like <laughs> yeah, kind of like maybe fans didn't like how much of a dick he was in the first season. <laughs> they're like, all right, here you go, sorry, and he walks out. So yeah, yeah, I forgot about the process server. Thanks. Uh, he just one of many people that have come back into uh into this particular episode. Super fun episode. Uh, and that's what we got. Uh, thank you, Molly. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Jack, for sending in your notes. Uh, thank you all for listening. Bye.